Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Someone did a drawing which was, is music guy single? And then the only option to tick was yes. Uh, oh, that's pretty cute knowing that they don't know my name. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in. You're still a dragon friend. City of Progress that floats above the hoi polloi of old Faerun in old high Netheril. It is a place of wonder, a place of technological advances, a place of magic beyond description, and a place of fine gastronomic dining, as will soon be realised by the dragon friends on this, the second time that they have broken bread with the magists of that ancient city. You have been called to a dinner with the archmage Cassus the Kind in this, the first age of wonder. There has been some discussion about whether you would go, but for now it seems you are. And so, as you leave his presence and are brought by a blue, um, silvery-skinned Megan servant to an antechamber near the dining hall, another Megan with a tray of drinks offers you refreshments... Cocktails and oh, they're at the pre's. That's correct. They're at the, so they didn't go to the pre-drinks last time. No, they, they were, went, they, they were they, in their rooms. That's right. Stealing copper piping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you don't get copper piping this time. Oh. There's, there's, there's lovely copper piping in the walls if you want it, but there is also a bartender, Megan, keeping a firm eye on you. Vowel is with you as well, giddy and excited beyond belief, for she is not usually invited to do's as fancy as this. Head god of rocks. God of Rocks, you'll be honest with me. Is this dress too much? I just never go to these things. Tell me, what does the dress look like? The dress is way too much. It's got like... <laughs> it. The top half of it is like a feather boa that obscures basically everything up to Val's mid-nose and glasses. <laughs> and then it's like... has a plunging neckline under the feather boa, which is crazy. <laughs> Gold sleeves. And then pantaloons. Yeah, big puffy pants. Oh. Can I say... Honey? Yes? It's too much. <laughs> oh. And then I like step back and look at and observe her. Uh-huh. And I go, let me just do something real quick. Oh. Um, and then what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> you can use your makeover skill. Yeah. <laughs> Can you uh, just take her glasses off? Has <laughs> <laughs> she got her glasses on? She yeah, does, her wireframe glasses. Big, thick bottle. And her bottle. hair is tied up in her white scarf. Oh, <laughs> is it? Um, I'm going to noink off the pantaloons. <laughs> what? Okay. Pants? She's, doing she's naked from that. the waist down. No, isn't it a dress with, with pantaloons underneath? Yeah, all right. Well, then that's I, fine. I just thought you it, dacked her. <laughs> I dacked her, but she's got a dress on. She does. It's so sheer it's muslin. Oh, you gotta be real careful about that. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just telling you this for your own, your own good. It's muslin. <laughs> That's just for you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna to so off the pantaloons. I'm gonna whiff off the feather boa, 
And I'm going to do something nifty where I make that into like a cool feathery hem of the dress. It's nifty. Can yeah, I, do I know. I just don't know why you think half-orc barbarian Filge has these skills. Because <laughs> she's, she's got a. She's oh yeah, got she an should eye roll for that. Because she's going she, to, but I just want to hear what she's doing. So, what are you doing with the hem? I'm hemming. I'm adding it, so it's like a. Wait, like, so you're sewing? <laughs> yeah. At yep. the drinks <laughs> on the floor of a gnome's hem. I've hem-ing. got a kit. I've got a kit in here. This. Should we use some surgery kit? Yes. Yeah, in the mess kit. Yeah. Be in there. <laughs> You're going to use your mess kit. All yeah, right, great. That, I always, I've assumed for seven years that's a first aid kit. Am I a, incorrect? A mess kit is for eating. It's a, it's a cup, a knife, a fork, a bowl. So how are you using that <laughs> to hem a dress? Do you think it's a mess kit? Because it's, it's like, oh, this is bloody messy. <laughs> Clean up all these you. guts. Ugh. Are you sure? I mean, it seems irresponsible to travel without a first aid kit. At least let me do just John's ambulance. Let me do just one thing, says Filge, as she pulls the pantaloons out of the outfit, rips off the feather boa, and then just starts trying to poke the feather boa into the sleeves of the dress using an old fork. Yeah, and I go, take up those glasses, honey. You didn't need them. And I take them off, and I go, I've, <laughs> no, I really do. <laughs> okay, put it back on. Okay, I put it back on. Um, and then, how's her hair tied back? Oh, very tightly in a whale bone clasp. All right, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna take it out of the clasp and I ruffle it around so it's like flipped over to one side. I'm having way too much fun. <laughs> you're more, you're more like into- over to one side, and I say, Val. Y- yes. Everyone here. Uh-huh. Wanna fuck you. What? <laughs> Alright, well, oh, I want and, and you to go into that room with that attitude. Who the freaking do And also stop saying that. <laughs> Every time you say that, one less person in the room wanna fuck you. Okay. And 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 Baston who's been filling his pockets with shrimp. Um <laughs> No matter what the timeline is, if there's shrimp... <laughs> he's, always, he's filling his box with it. Turns around and, and goes, Oh, whoa, whoa, she's all that. <laughs> <laughs> while, this, while, while this is happening by the bar, uh, there is... Bobby, you, uh, you go grab yourself a drink, um, a little whiskey as befits Bobby Pancakes, and you walk... Um, a little bit of a distance from the other group surveying the room and as you do you see an old figure sitting in one of those big rattan chairs in the corner of the room the big you know the big ones the high back circular back yep mm. and he has a small uh, mint julep by his side I don't know why he's southern but he's <laughs> this is a very southern image I'm realising but he, this is of course world master Ithera the same man with the pendant the triangular pendant with the eye that you had dinner on a different timeline a long time ago um, I'll go up to him um, and very, very respectfully sort of bow to him and, and say, World Serytheria. <laughs> Did you know there's a kind of bird I did. (laughs) Wasting all our fucking time. (laughs) There are many kinds of birds in many timelines, in many places, all at once and everywhere. Listen, I know this is maybe kind of cheating, but... Do you see 
a timeline where it stops, where we move on and we don't come back. I just see this coming round and round and round again. Is it, can you just... Is, do we get out? Bobby, I see a lot of things. I see a time where you fall. I see a time where you rise. I see a time where you open a little shop that only sells backpacks. And just you, and you're really happy. <laughs> Maybe the happiest I've seen you in any timeline. They're called they're called Poppy's bags, and they're very popular. <laughs> but can I tell you if it ever stops? That's the one thing I can't know, because there's so much time, and it goes on top one after the other. The only thing I know is that it never stops. And there is. Kind of bird. That's right. There's a kind of bird. Okay. What? <laughs> now you've been left by your own, I suppose, in that case, Frizo. So you can get yourself a drink. You can go talk to someone. You can go into the dining room. You can. Uh, is Kyron there? So Kyron and Carstus are not there. No. Uh, who's in the dining room? There. Um, there's a couple of other. Um, there's many of the Majin, the blue, sil- the blue, silvery skinned uh, people. There's also a couple of other members of the court, high arcanists by the colour of their sashes. Maybe I'll talk to Val. Yep. Um, hey, Val. Did you see what um, Did you see what the God of Rock did to me? For you, me? <laughs> you look great. Oh, I do. Everyone wants to fuck me. Okay, don't say that out loud. Uh, that, you keep that in your head. Oh, yeah, I keep that I, in my head. I, I think you look really great. I, I, I don't want to... Um, okay. It's probably because I said hooli dooli before. I was the one. I was yeah. the one. <laughs> Val, can I tell you something? Can I complain about something? Sure, yeah. When gods uh, appear among men, yeah. we often need to take on fleshy forms. Oh, yeah. To achieve the things we need to do here. I, I heard that about gods. Yeah. Because if we were to appear here in our real forms, it would everyone would die. Oh, you know, uh, the world would end. Oh. You know, we have such awesome power and whatnot. It's, you know. Yeah, that must be nice. The, the problem is, is that because our fleshy forms have travelled here mm-hmm. through time and space. Hey, you're not looking so good. Are you okay? You've... We have undergone a certain sickness. And the reason we can't... That's actually... Okay, so I think that was because of the shrimp. <laughs> Now, that is a good point, and it's not entirely because of the shrimp. Now, it's been a couple of hours since you've been here, and again, that feeling of time sickness is starting to well inside you. It's not yet... Um, this is the sickness that would have killed you last time you were here. It's not enough to overcome you yet, but you recognise the signs much better than you did the first time. Which Sorry, you, I interrupted. Which is what I assume you did, yes. Yeah. Unless you just have diarrhoea or something. <laughs> Val, as a result of this, I need to know where... The- your strongest bathroom is <laughs> because you know, it's, it's int- I have what I would describe as a, something of a um a chronomatic disaster brewing. <laughs> so th- this is interesting because inside um, my elven colon. Okay, <laughs> it's my- interesting because even though uh, you are you are gods, I have long hypothesized that using the lodestones to travel 
whether through time or through whatever realms you came from, would have some sort of effect. Let me go to my rooms and get my uh, bullshit. <laughs> Thank you, Argus. And she leaves the party and heads off. And as she does, the doors open and she passes Cassus and Skymaster Chiron, brain in a jar on a giant metal exoskeleton, walking deep in conversation. Now does he have his claw on him? No, because he keeps it on the rapture. Okay. So he's not wearing Wait, it. Wait, he keeps the keys in the ship? <laughs> That's like putting them in the sunglass bit on top of the thing, so when somebody jumps in, they just flip it down. Islandar is a really nice neighbourhood, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and as Cassus walks in, he says, You don't understand, my lord and archmage. If we just requisition the power from the freeborn towers, we will be able to pierce that veil. Oh, my God, my man. First of all, I'm really glad you learned how to pronounce requisition. And second of all... <laughs> That was like four episodes ago. <laughs> Not on this timeline, motherfucker. <laughs> Second of all, don't talk to me about power outages tonight. I don't want to hear anything about Aether, all right? Now, you have a good time. I don't know. Do you drink wine? I've never seen you drink wine before. Is that an offensive question? I have a sort of biscuit that they put in the jar. Okay, well, you just enjoy your biscuits, all right? Just, this is a big night. We've got a big week ahead of us, and I've got four very interesting guests you're going to like meeting. All right? So just chin up. You know, we'll brain stem up. Um, Fine. <laughs> and he stalks off and goes and gets some of his biscuits, walking straight to the bar, alone for now. As Cassus clocks the four of you. Oh, my guests, you've uh, come for the pre-drinks, I see. Yes, it's very nice. It's before the salmon is served. But no spoilers on that one. You know? Why is the salmon so secret, Cassus? Well, I just like to say to my guests, hey, here's some salmon that you didn't expect to have. <laughs> you know, it's a lovely thing to be able to come to somebody and say, what did you think? What do you think we're going to eat tonight? And I might say something like chicken. Beef. No, what? <laughs> it's salmon. And then what? I'll... What if they were to say? If you were to say, you, you would say. Okay, that... what do you think you're going to eat tonight? And then I would say salmon. I'd say fuck off. <laughs> All oh, right, okay. Uh, and I'll push you off the top of this. Okay. Because oh. I'm kind, but I'm a little bit nuts. <laughs> All <laughs> and, right. And with that, Cassus um, sees more guests that he has to greet, makes an apologetic gesture at all of you, and disappears to go talk to yeah. some kind of ambassador. I just want to say the bar is open. You know, I don't want you to think, oh, no, do I have to pay for this later? Is you know? it wine and beer only or No, everything? it's anything you want. Whoa. You know, don't hold up the line with cocktails, though, oh. because, um, you know, we've only got one mage in working on it, and it's one person orders a cocktail, it slows everything down. And, um, what the most expensive thing that <laughs> well, that's is tacky. not a cocktail? <laughs> 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 but, I don't know, you could probably ask for some very good uh, Turkey, which I only realised recently is not something that Philip Pullman made up in his Dark Materials. <laughs> it's actually a kind of wine, and when I was at a restaurant with my wife, I said, oh my God, they have, they have, the, they have the Lyra wine... I wonder if that's a funny thing that the restaurant's doing. In, in which case, it's a little bit tacky. And she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is, this is when Cassus went to a restaurant with his wife after some time after seeing his dark materials. Yeah, I mean, look, we don't need to get into why. <laughs> no, no, of course. And he walks away to talk to some kind of hyper ambassador. Well, I go to the bar. <laughs> All right, great. The Megan is there. Chiron is there. At this point, Itheria looks at you as another, a junior arcanist comes by and says, uh, 
um, my lord, uh, 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 <laughs> and he comes to you and he says, Oh, I just get so nervous <laughs> talking to the boss. I can't do it. And my, then he gets someone else. Uh, <laughs> my lord, World Seer Aetheria, you're not supposed to be here. You should be at rest. I'm terribly sorry, but the World Seer can speak to no one. He is resting. And World Seer Aetheria smiles apologetically to you and with his frail hand places it in the junior arcanist's hand and goes to leave. And says, Bobby, just one more thing. Don't give up just yet. And then he wanders off, and you can hear him saying, Do you know there's a kind of turtle? Okay. (laughs) Filch, what are you doing at the bar? I say, hello, to the Majin. Okay, you you remember that Majin can't talk, right? The the Majin nods and smiles and indicates. um, Basically, the Majin actually takes its hand and ra- and slowly passes it over the bar and shimmering runes materialise in the wood, showing all of the drinks on service. I'm going to take the ones from this end. <laughs> okay, great. I'll say, and I look down and then I look at the major deep in his eyes and I say, I'll take one. I understand the tragedy of the major. <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> and I empathise with your plight. Is Kyron there too? Is he at the bar too? <laughs> yeah, Kyron's at the bar. Shaken, not stirred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing a yeah. bartender likes more than somebody at an open bar <laughs> who first of all orders the most expensive drink on the comp bar and then's like, so how are you? Yeah. <laughs> Sucks being a working stiff, right? <laughs> Kyron's like, well, that sounds like a bloody good idea. I'll have a tragedy of the major too. Double. You can't have that. You can only have biscuits. Wait a second. How do you know that about me? Me, the god of rocks, which mean me here everything. I'm sorry. As somebody who's just entered the room with this bullshit paper thin lie. You're yeah. the god of rocks? I'm, you're, you're telling me you're the god of rocks? You, you, a half-orc covered in what looks like the blood of another half-orc? You're the god of rocks? Oh, you mortal. You not understand. <laughs> the god of rocks is under all. Ah, the god of rocks is big and small. <laughs> oh, no. oh, Are no. you working your way into a song? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> the god of rocks is short and tall. <laughs> the god of rocks bleeds for all. The god of rocks has seen you. Out of a play! <laughs> Actually. Ah, uh, yes. What kind of. I'm a riddle. I'm one of those riddle gods now. That's a development. Ah, the god of riddles. Yes. What kind of damage does University Theatre Sports, I don't know, 15 years ago do to you that that becomes your panic button? <laughs> Right, like, I, I don't, don't know who you are or who you <laughs> think I am. She's got rocks. I mean, there was a, there was <laughs> yeah. a whole song about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Strange, rhyming, half-orc. But you, of course, have the 
pride and honor of addressing Skymaster Chiron, first of the ardent flight. Am I the bar too? Am I in earshot? Yep, you, you're in earshot. You can okay. wander in if you want. Yeah, I'm going to just sort of sidle up. What exactly is the reason that you are here? <laughs> Do you want, to, you want me to take this one, Phil? Let the god of secrets. Did you say let? Oh, oh, now we're going to talk about that. Yeah, actually, the correct way to say it is let. That's a, that. The gods know that. The humans, you guys, you guys stuffed that up big time. But let is. Yeah, we all say it, don't we, guys? We all say let. Yeah, we all say let. Let me tell you. So listen. You shouldn't question us. I told you I've killed you before, and I'll do it again. <laughs> Bobby, did you? Are you saying anything as well? Yeah. Um, Jerick Rim, Moira Laroon, Jar Laroon. Where have you heard those names before? There are howlers that want nothing more than to pluck that brain from that jar and fling it. Across the mountains. The Howlers are a myth told by few dissidents of the freeborn folk who are scattered and puny and fall beneath our storm pikes. But I think you should pretty quick smart tell me how you'd learn those names or I'm going to call some guards. I'm the god of secrets. Okay. Do you, you have, have a song too? <laughs> yes, he does. We all have them. <laughs> A secret's just a secret, just a secret. You don't need to do it because you said you're your own agent. Well, Dave, you've interrupted and ruined it, and it was going to be splendid. <laughs> Tell no, me no. now. And he clicks his fingers, and suddenly, from inside a curtain that you didn't realize was a corridor nearby, Two other figures wearing the sashes of the ardent flight emerge, storm pikes in their hands, dressed well enough in their dress uniforms for this soiree, but their weapons are real and jagged and deadly. And he holds his hand before they approach the three of you, and he says, Again, tell me where you heard of Jerick Rim and the Laroon siblings. We heard it in the future. 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 I'm just going to beckon um, Frizo over. Is he In back? the future. Future. <laughs> Where we obtained this. And I hold the claw up to his neck. Oh, boy. <laughs> now have your men check your ship. Your claw. No, wait is a second. There. there seems to be a slight. Miscommunication here amongst the dragon friends. Now, are you holding the claw to his neck, or are you, as Bobby seems to think, showing him the claw? I mean, it's a bit of theatre. Yeah, I'm showing it to his neck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is a head in a jar, so it's really hard it's to tell what a picture yeah. is. He's a all right, all right, that's fair I enough. Mean, that's on. fair enough. At the biscuit insertion <laughs> slice, <laughs> I'm shaving off some slices of biscuit. <laughs> Have your men check the ship. Your claw is still there, but future claw is here. You will see that they are exactly alike. I will do exactly this. And you, 
will give me the honor of joining me on the rapture. For if you have taken the claw of Chiron, then you must know that that is a sacrilege and a fatal error on your behalf. Oh, the claw, uh, the the, uh, the the rapture. Well, why not? Yes, yes. God's love you know rapture. Why? Because I'm in the mood for some teppanyaki. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine, Valentine. Dull stuff to me. me. And he clicks his fingers as the two sashayed arcanists sashay towards you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a military sashay. Sashay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We will be having some guests on the rapture. I'm so sorry, my friends. And with that, he raps his knuckles on the bar and he says, It seems that the military will not be able to attend another of Cassus's famous dues do give the Archmage our apologies we will be on the rapture and the four of you will be my guests will you join us and with that he as his two storm piked attaches stand behind him are they attaches gonna sashay (laughs) (laughs) fuck you hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And so you march through a corridor up to a dock. How many people left the room just now? Seven. (laughs) Of how many? Well, are you bringing Val with you? Has Val come back? Yeah, I wanted to go. Yeah, does Val come back? We We need Val. Val. Oh, no, no, no. Val, that's Val's already left. That's right. Val's gone back to her offices. Can I can I swing past her offices? If you want to. I'm going to do that. So the but there's the room is the is the pre's like pretty <laughs> it's pretty a, it casts do we talk in a second later as you leave the seven of you leave and casts at that moment returns into the room yeah and he's got like a he's got like a, a whole a, seven yeah he's got like a, a, an, an apron on oh, and a no. chef's hat oh, no. and he's got a, like a cloche like one of those he's like well would anybody like to guess what's wait a minute <laughs> meanwhile quickly outside the lab of oh. Val you knock there's a knock on the door Baston is at the door and he opens to see Val standing by her desk rummaging through what looks like a pile of powders oh and god of love and sadness You don't look so good Well it seems like You could be a little more organised okay, I don't have a system Maybe well, you want, Looks like you need a system Bring that stuff We're going on a ride Alright All right, She quickly <laughs> gathers everything up Into a satchel And soon The four of you are on the rapture Following Chiron Who makes precious Little small talk As he's smouldering With it seems an anger I think he makes A little small talk Just out of habit Okay with his secondary head He can make some of that He just goes Wait he has two heads? He has Remember he has two speaking vowels One brain Yeah One one of them was mostly A suck off protocol He's trying to make small talk And he goes Suck off protocol Activate it And then he goes I'm so sorry about that And turns it down Click I I, Have you seen any good Alright small talk's done And is that by that time you've made your way onto the somewhat buoyant deck of the Rapture personal skyship of Archmage Cassus and have walked through the blast doors into the throne room where the Sky Throne sits. As he does, Chiron walks in, makes a perfunctory examination of his own claw, 
And if he is angry to see that it is unmolested, it is impossible to tell, for he is but a brain in a jar. Now. And he turns around to face you. You're going to want to have to fly low because you don't have enough aether to get you where you're going at the height that you want to travel at. Arcanus Ballantyne behind Cassus turns pale and then looks and gives a tight nod to Chiron. Who's been talking? Who Who has been been talking? talking? Gather all my men into this room, even the teppanyaki octopus. Was it an octopus or a snail? A slug. What? Slug. 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 That's the best thing for an audience to yell out. Slug! Let's try to respect the rich world building of dragon friends. And as they file into the room, all eyes are on you, Bobby. Well, I suppose in this case, although this is my ship to command, it seems like this will be your mission. If we are not to fly low, then where are we to fly if we are to find Jarek Rim and the Laroon siblings? We are to fly low. We are to fly as if to the free folk. And they will board us. And we will be ready. You heard the halfling. I want triple guards at every observation window. We fly low by the Balanox. If the howlers attack, announce the sirens immediately. Arm yourselves. Tonight we kill the thorn that has been in the Ardent Flight side for the last three seasons. Men to your stations! And there is a whirring, and distantly, the quickly the arcanists take their positions. I don't know how you know what you know. We're going to have a little chit-chat afterwards Because this is Cuckoo Bananas (laughs) Hey, is this part of the ship called the bridge? (laughs) Yes, it's called the bridge I knew it (laughs) The first time I did it And now Bridge, bridge, bridge This bit all the bridge The teppanyaki slug comes to the bridge and goes I came as soon as I We don't need you anymore Alright, very good And And one one more more thing, thing. little man. Uh, uh, Not you! (laughs) If the howlers don't attack, then my rage will be brought out on your head. Do you understand? I guess because you can't take it out on your own head. He stalks away without another word, his two attaches behind him, leaving you in his rage, it seems, on the bridge, which is for now being operated by a junior arcanist. There are three others at sensor desks nearby, but other than that, the bridge is curiously empty. He says the junior arcanist, you you didn't hear them do the head crack, did you? <laughs> you, won't, you won't tell any of the lads that they burnt me. <laughs> good, good. Good chat. <laughs> and then he stalks away. Um, uh, I suppose there are some quarters or somewhere we can ch- we can chill. We can kick back. <laughs> you're going to. You've just put the. You've put the ship on high alert. Yeah. And now you're going to go to bed. Yeah. Well, look. Are there I, movies to watch? Like or? What's the in-flight situation? Yeah. You got Paddington too. <laughs> <laughs> One of the arcanists is like, uh, well, I suppose there is the. the, the the Archmage has staterooms for his visitors. I, I, yes, um, absolutely. All right, Delstaff, have them sent to the to staterooms. Uh, send a Megan, and he rings a little bell, and a Megan comes to lead you away to staterooms if you want. Okay, great. Yeah, um, we should do a line of medicine. Oh yes. <laughs> 
Oh. Uh, yeah, how are you guys? How are they feeling? Make you, a constitution check, oh, all of you. Oh, no. See how the time sickness is affecting you? Oh, yeah. 15. Is that all right? Is that pretty cool? 15 is fine. You need to get 15 or higher. Ooh. Yeah, uh, nope. I all right. 19. You take a level of exhaustion filled. 11. And you take another seven points of damage. You are already a little bit injured, is that correct? Yes. All right. Seven more points of damage as the effects of the time sickness well within you. The exhaustion will continue and continue until you die. The the past is no place for those of the present. The staterooms just off, it seems, a small teppanyaki restaurant inside the flagship of a golden empire because I have no fucking control over this podcast is beautiful and well-appointed and there is a lovely magic TV (laughs) with Um, fantasy Netflix and... What's uh, playing? Can Vassal talk to Val? Yep, and Val is there. Val. It's good that you brought all your stuff with you. Sorry, I'm I'm just watching fantasy mayor of East Town. No, she no no she's not because she, <laughs> as soon as she walks in, she finds the w- small desk. She finds the small desk in the room. She unrolls her leather roll, which is full of empty glass ampules and powders and unguents. It, she's and a she talking start, horse in this she, one. She starts <laughs> she starts mixing powders together. Kate with, Winnie's lip. <laughs> While she works, she has a small pair of, of um, quad focals. She has little mm. glasses that she clicks in place over her wireframe glasses yeah. as she starts burning and crushing various powders and rocks. Now, this works for time sickness. I don't know if that's what you have, but I, it can't hurt your gods, right? <laughs> right? Right. Right? Right. right. Oh, big right. time. And she right. gives you a little... I mean, yeah, I mean, do you, do you want any of us to sing about it to prove it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've done mine. It's really not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> but if you insist... <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind a little ditty from the god of love and sadness. All right, I know I... C- All right. <laughs> love... And sentinels love and sentinels. What's the difference anyway? Quite a lot. <laughs> but I'm in charge of both of them. It seems contradictory. That's it. <laughs> Congratulations. You managed to vamp your way through the song. Now, is there anything else? Is anyone doing anything? You're, you're in the staterooms by yourself. I'm, I'm racking them up for him. I'm stop, turning saying, up. stop saying you don't rack medicine. Well, yes, sometimes you do. I turn up the volume on Mayor of Easttown. I just want to hear a little glimpse, a little grab on that talking horse. <laughs> Mayor, you're so sad. It's because you're a talking horse. <laughs> <laughs> do you mean do you mean no or are you just saying nay because you're a horse and then she vapes <laughs> I assume that's very accurate to the show yeah as do I just the smallest amount of Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> I fucking beg you alright um, alright I don't so know what's more D&D than a fantasy horse that can talk and vape <laughs> and vape <laughs> For How does it hold the vape to its lips? What's it got? Hands? Probably no, not. It holds it like... <laughs> <laughs> other than the customary stationary... The big ma- vaping horse lips! <laughs> other than the customary... <laughs> Here's the thing. 
than you, the customary. When you give the vape to the horse, you got to do it with a flat palm so it doesn't bunch of fingers. Whoa, there, mayor of Easttown. <laughs> Other than the customary stationary Megan in the corner, the room is completely empty. Other than a small, uh, I think there are some gift bags, as we discussed before. Oh, yeah. And some food laid out. And, of course, all of Val's instruments. But the room, Is there 200 gold in the gift bag? As 200 gold each. All right. yeah, I guess you oh, all now have got 400 gold each. Mine's already written down from the first time. Yeah, and, and it's here again. So you, you get wow. the money a second oh. time. Guys, you could just get rich this way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now listen to me, okay? You need to tell me if you start feeling unwell again, okay? This is this is not if you have what I think you have, this is not just sniffles, you know? This is this this could hurt you to death. And now, there's no known way to make you better either. Yeah. But there is a way. What? No. To send a body back where it came from. It's like it's a it's like time is an elastic band and you just let it unsnap. With the pop of a pill, you know what I'm talking about, a don't pill. you? A pill. I'm. am I'm, I'm sorry. I'm the, the leading chronomancer in these parts, and you can't do it biologically. That's that. That is. You know what that is? That is cuckoo bananas. But you've done it, and you will do it. That's madness. I. I. I don't know how to do it. Turn off that show and get to work. All right. Well, I guess if you could biologically. No. No. Wait. You do what you need to do. I'll. I'll get to work on this. And she starts working uh, quickly, pulling out ampules and powders, sniffing them, testing them, and crushing them as she starts with suddenly renewed vigor, making some kind of compound. All right, gods, it's all coming together. I think, right? Right. Kind of? Yeah. So the sky people are going to show up again, the howlers. Mm -hmm. We're going to fight them. Wait, what's our play? Great question. Great question. What is our play? We don't want to kill them all. I mean, last time... We didn't kill them. We sort of teamed up with them, and then that's how we got back. To and then Jar. we crashed. Mm-hmm. So, do we want to do that much again? Well, we. Or need do we want to kill them all or take them prisoner? While you're doing this, I need you all to make perception checks for me. Oh no, we've run out of time again. That's mm. twelve. Twenty-one. Seventeen. Yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, all right, eighteen. Baston, you've moved towards the window during the conversation to allow the last few rays of the sun <laughs> to eliminate your glorious, beautiful locks. And as you do, you gaze out for a second over the clouds in time to see a shadow flying at high speed towards the airlock. Whatever happens, we have to get to the court of the exiles. Whatever happens. Whatever happens. There is suddenly a huge rumble as all of you are prepared. You hold your grounds as there is a cataclysmic explosion and you feel the sound of a deep impact. Explosions occurring over the ship, but one of them in the stateroom next to yours, unmistakably. There is a splintering of wood and the as it feels as if a heavy hit has been sustained as an alarm starts to blare. Uh, would they have spotted this incoming because there were guards? Yeah, they were that's prepared. that this time. Yeah. That yeah. would be so, the alarm. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the, we can assume the guards of the ship are running to the impact. There, you can hear the guards running around as the alarm blares. Yeah, great. Okay. 
um, then Frieza might make his way to the bridge. It's hard to hear them because they're sashaying, but you can hear them. Again, it's a military sashay, which is <laughs> apparently a thing in this world. And so, uh, you're going to try and get through? Yeah, let's head to the bridge. So, Okay, as soon as you walk out into the corridor, the door of the stateroom next to you swings open and a figure in a howler still suit, all leather and wiry bone, springs out with a jagged, sharp glaive and dives towards the four of you. Now, I've already done the initiative before. Can I make a quick perception check? Yep. Um, there's a two-door in there. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, there's as, a guy there! As the, who, who's the person with the glaive attacking? It's, uh, he's, the Filge would be he's normally at the front, so we'll say it's Filge. All right, so can the other the rest of us take attacks of opportunity against them? Or reaction attacks against them? Um, no, so we're going into initiative, them. so... Oh. If you're passing them, they will get it. No, they're, they're passing not, us. They're attacking you. They're attacking Filge, but we're right there, so don't we get to have a jab. You said, no, hang on, you said, who's in front? Filge, and then they said, and now you're saying, as they attack Filge, can we I all didn't get say jabs? In front. They're attacking Filge because Filge is in front. Okay. Dave, what's the armor class? I got, I got initiative 19. All right, no, I've said I've got a pre rolled initiative here, so the oh, first one up. I'm right. sorry, but I do. But the first Fine. one up is Filge. Um, I'm going to uh, attack the legs with my Thunder's Wake. All right, great. You pull out your heavy maul and attack. Oh, great, I got uh, 13. Don't worry about it then. In that case, now the next one up is Frieza. Um, so are you trying to run past them or are you going to attack them? I guess I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll witch bolt them. Uh, that's a uh, 26. All right, uh, 26 yes. will hit. Yeah, cool. All right, I'll do the damage. Okay. Got a medal? <laughs> How many of them are there? Uh, that just, is... Uh, just this damage. one guy, I think. All right, Bubby? Um... I mean, I failed the perception check before, but do I... Uh, oh, no, you, every time it's your action, you can make perception checks can, for your attack. Can I see if it's the same? If, uh, are there any discernible qualities between the suits between them that make I Make a perception check. Uh, 11. 11. All right, and 11 will not do it, unfortunately. You still, however, get your action. Um, I'm going to um, put my weapons down on the ground. Okay. Smart. And just... Hands up. Ooh. Right. Again, Frieza, this is fine, but Frieza has unfortunately just blasted a shot of energy into this guy's side. So you are sending What's mixed, me, bro? You're sending mixed <laughs> messages as a group, but that's fine. It is okay, this is what I do. I'm going to do a flurry of blows, okay? okay real gonna, mixed messages. Okay, I'm going to punch. To Bobby. Because he's, he's, he's got like a jetpack on, right? Yeah, he, no, he's, he's, he's had a, a, a skimmer. He was standing on the Oh, okay, right. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a stamp kick. Is gonna f- which is going to smash them off his feet and then I'm going to kick with the other leg and he's going to get hit square in the chest and fly out the window and I'm going to be standing on his hoverboard. Okay, wait, What that, do I need that, to roll no, to do that, He Dave? hasn't come through a window, so you'll be throwing him back into the stateroom he's come into. Yeah, that's cool. Great. All right, that's just a normal attack for now. Okay, just one dice. With disadvantage if you're trying to pull rush oh, as well. Okay. Oh, a one and a seventeen. Okay, a one. I'll take the 17. A one. No, <laughs> Dave. He he wants the seventeen. Yeah, I know. I hear what you're saying. Baston tries to do a um, screaming in his uh, his Chilton mantras. He tries to do a kick, overcompensates, but his foot the the boot gets caught in the skimmer that's on the side of the floor next to the guy. Can I just hug him? No, because the skimmer accidentally activates as you kick it and drags Baston prone and down the corridor. <laughs> 
his foot entangled in the skimmer as Baston just disappears <laughs> down the side of the ship as the figure, it's his turn now, as he pulls off his howler mask to reveal the beautiful face of the first and last of the ancient Jars, the young lordling Strad von Zarevich. What's he doing here? Oh, yeah. Three of you, but his eyes are full of rage for Friezo, the one who has blasted him as he pulls out two knives and dives at you, Friezo. One of them goes wild, but the other one does hit you for five points of damage, and it is now Yorgo Filch. I fall to my knees. Okay, real mixed messages. Yeah, (laughs) we're all doing our own thing here, mate. Are you guys together? (laughs) But we haven't had a chat. Okay. Okay, but hit me up. All right. Almighty Lord. What? Almighty Lord. Slord? Wait, did I say Slord? You said Slord. Okay. Almighty. Do you want to go again? Yeah, can I? Sure. That's very kind of you. Almighty Lord. Oh. Let me introduce myself. <laughs> me name Filch. We got off on the wrong foot. Many f- in many futures from now and, and in one past. <laughs> me know your potential. Me know your power, your rage, and your capacity to bring death and darkness over all the land. That doesn't sound like me at all. Yeah, you're a cool guy now. You're like freedom fighter. Yeah. You're, I mean, me just want to say, and sorry if this is weird, because it's always hard to ask, but do you want to hang out? <laughs> Make a persuasion check. <laughs> you know, it's weird. You know, we With just, disadvantage. You meet, you meet someone and, you know, you just, you just want to be friends, you know, and it's so hard. You can't just say, can we, can we go to a movie? You don't want it to feel weird. But, I, I, you know, I'm just going to roll my dice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a disadvantage, but I want to choose the 18. <laughs> she, wants, she wants the 18. I think we're going to take the three, which means that yeah. it's now Friezo's action. Oh, now it feels stupid. So, <laughs> uh, it's hard. Well, I don't know what we're trying to do. This is cool. No, thing I know. This I'm is. Trying to do. I, we didn't gonna... get to talk about it, but come on, guys. Friezo, me... I'm going to need your action. I'm just going to keep killing you. <laughs> Well, fuck my plan, I guess. That's another 11 points of damage. As I said, we haven't discussed. You cannot teach an old dog new tricks or a young warlock new tricks either, it seems. But high above the Balanox in the skyship of Cassus, the kind with a sickening, thuddering jar, another brilliant bolt of pure Ultramine lances forward from the hands of a warlock only recently reacquainted with the gift of magic and as tendrils of raw power wrap themselves around the neck of Strad Monzarevich, a man who would one day become the greatest vampire who ever was, a man who would never forgive and never forget. He is thrown back to his knees, but this is not that great vampire. This is not that villain of villains. This is not that challenge rating 18 D&D encounter. This is instead a young Challenge rating one eighth, young lordling, and as 22 hit points absolutely eviscerate his personal hit point pool, the great Strad dies high above his home, and there will be no freeborn revolution. The howlers will die here today, and as Val rushes triumphantly out of the stateroom and pushes four glass ampules into your hands full of powder. 
like an elastic band. You were right. I figured it out. It's like an elastic band. It splings kabloinky. <laughs> the sky ship starts to fall from the sky. What did I miss? <laughs> and to find out what happens next, tune in to the next episode of Dragon Friends. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Griner, and Michael Hing. Our dungeon master is Dave Harmon, with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and live accompaniments by Tom Cardi. Shakira Khan is our producer. The podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and new episodes are recorded live every month at the Comedy Store in Sydney on Gadigal land in the Yoran Nation. Until next time. Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in, you're still a dragon friend. this one of Ben's uh, fucked tweets got read out in Senate estimates wait can you explain to me what what estimates is so in, Senate in, in estimates the... is like the most serious form of parliament so in, you know in, you know when you see people in parliament they're like Mr. Speaker Mr. Speaker and that's all theatre right then they go into the actual job which is sitting in front of their colleagues in Senate estimates or whatever and they get fucking grilled and if you lie in Senate estimates it's a big deal and uh, yeah, you get in a lot of trouble. So, but you say it's important. It's it's a fucking joke too. Yeah. It's like right now it's in the middle of an ABC witch hunt, um, trying to track down evidence of ABC bias in presenters in tweets. Not the presenters have tweeted, but in things that they have liked. Mm. Right. So so some fucking guy has gone through all the tweets that Sally Neighbor, who's one of their Four Corners EPs, the show that went after Christian Porter, and found everything that she liked and. Um, and, and one, one and of the tweets that Sally Neighbour ha- happened to have liked was written by a young up-and-coming comedian by the name of Benjamin Coleman Jenkins. <laughs> Christian Porter's sued the ABC. He's fucked up, but the Australian still thinks he's great. That's the setup for this clip, Jay. Okay. <laughs> so I, I tweeted, I try and sue the ABC, but instead my pants fall down and I try to waddle away, but accidentally waddle over a balcony and land headfirst in a truck of pig manure and my legs wriggle around and everybody sees my heart pattern boxer shorts. The Australian, a masterstroke. Now that's not... So that's a dramatic reading by Ben Jenkins. This is a dramatic reading by Ben Smalls uh, on the Legislative Committee. I try and sue the ABC, but instead my pants fall down and I try to waddle away, but accidentally waddle over a balcony and land headfirst into a truck of pig manure and my legs wriggle around and everyone sees my heart-patterned boxer shorts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.